1: The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club.
0: This is the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino and this week I'm joined by James and Parry as we cover all things Celtic. The big news that's broken today is that Captain Callum McGregor has signed a new five-year deal with the club, meaning that he'll be here until summer 2028 and to help the boys lift seven in a row. Paddy, welcome back after your summer break. We'll get into all of that in a bit of detail shortly. But what is your initial response to that, Carla McGregor news?
1: My initial response is, uh, don't put seven in a row on that straight away. Let's just uh, see how long Roger stays with us. It's in the bag. Um, I amazing news. I think uh, absolutely massive statement for the team. Um, and, and what we're basically saying there is that we're not we're not really worried unless another saudi arabian team come in with mega bucks that we're going to lose many of our our, our bigger players uh, for the remainder of the summer window i think um i think that the only worry that i would possibly have just now is real hatati i think there's uh, just a little bit quiet on his front um but other than that i just think it's a massive statement of intent massive support for the new manager and basically just all things Continuing to go here at Celtic as well Brilliant
0: Yeah, big, big news James, everyone's been speculating about who might come in this summer And obviously that's hugely important But it's equally important to nail down key players such as McGregor, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's the phase
2: we're in You know, Rodgers is working out who they absolutely need to keep here to, to kick next season off well And for me, from the very get-go McGregor was my absolute must McGregor and CCV are my hot two And there's a couple of others, you know, Johnson and stuff like that but, you know, contractually he's quite safe um, So it's, it's massive, you know Every team needs a call McGregor You know, just, just the guy that just runs everything He's absolutely hard at the team And so many managers have, have shown it over the years That he's the guy they go to And he's the guy they trust You know, possible called and made him captain you know, Straight away and stuff like that So, yeah, absolutely
0: delighted with that Yeah, brilliant news <laughs> Okay, let's take a look at what's coming up on this week's show So first up, we'll be focusing on that Callum McGregor news And on what his new deal means as we head into the Brendan Rodgers Revolution Part 2 Speaking of new deals, Kyogo and Dyson Maeda have also joined that particular party And we discussed the importance of also having them on board for the foreseeable future And one man who definitely won't be there is Jota But we can't not talk about that farewell message that he posted As he took some time to thank Celtic for the memories (laughs) Okay, let's get started with all things Callum McGregor with the big news that he's committed himself to Celtic until summer 2028. Not that we need too much reminding on how successful he's been at Celtic but here's a short fact file just on Callum and his achievements. So, he turned 30 just there on the 14th of June. He's made 420 appearances for Celtic, having joined the club as a nine-year-old before making his first team debut against Reykjavik in a Champions League qualifier in July 2014 where he scored the only goal of the game. Since then he's won how many honours at Celtic, James? In Edir Purdy?
1: I might be wrong, but
0: try it. Now's the time. <laughs> twenty. Twenty is correct. You've been reading your Celtic news today. So he's only behind James Forrest in the current team? But it's certainly the current be, team. Yeah. Um and there's uh there's only about two or three of all time ahead yeah. of him. It's really impressive. Yeah. So yep, he's won twenty major honours at Celtic, which is eight league titles, five Scottish Cups, seven League Cups, and that also includes five trebles and that's a world record for any individual. He's got 53 caps for Scotland, and that includes three goals, bizarrely all of which are scored at Hampden Park and all of which are in June. So he scored in June 21, June 22 and June 23 for Scotland. Paddy, it might be deemed fairly unusual to give a 30-year-old a five-year deal, but if you've listened to his interview today, he's just so hungry to bring more success to Celtic and he doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon.
1: No, I, I, we, we obviously... We're over the moon about being able to keep him and, and, and look at the, the length of that deal as is a, is a massive statement for the club um, and how they see the future of this team being built around them. Um, we have spoke about at length last season whether or not he's more suited to, to be in this holding role um, or do we bring him back further forward? That is a, a big question for for Brendan Rodgers, I think, um, in terms of who he brings in this season as well. Um but make no mistake about it; he's he, he's going to be pivotal for how we operate. Um, I think there's a bit of the, you know, why why are we putting five years on it? I I think it's a reward for basically the the service he's given us, um, the the thick and thin that he's came through and what he's what he's delivered. Uh, nine years of success and probably going to continue that with a tenth year as well. Um, I just think he's a, a, a massive player, a massive inspiration to anyone in that, that dressing room as well. And that's not just the, the players that are signing for us. That's all your your youth players coming through and looking at him as well. He's huge for Celtic. Yeah, to have been somewhere, anywhere
0: for 20, 21 years it, it is phenomenal. But to be at a club like Celtic, James, where the, the pressure is constantly on to perform and to win just says a lot about him. I'm going to let you in a wee secret. Uh, I didn't rate Callum McGregor at all Not a secret When he came through Right, it just, it just wasn't for me I just didn't see at the time I didn't see the player That he would go on to become Put it that way And maybe that says more about me Than how he was playing at the time um, I don't think I was the only one as well I think there, there were some doubts Initially when he came through He obviously had that spell At Notts County on loan Before he actually made his Celtic debut And he had to win over Some doubters Certainly in the early stages But he's now blown Any doubts out of the water A long time ago actually hasn't he Yeah I mean It wasn't Based on nothing, your your opinion on him.
2: Um, I thought he was quite Thank wasteful in, posses- in possession in the early days. And to a large degree, the making of him was Brenton Rogers and, and who's in charge, you know. So um, Rogers transformed him from a very good player into a guy that we just couldn't lose under any circumstances. So, um, and that's that's how players develop, you know. Sometimes it goes one
1: way, sometimes it goes the other. But uh, he's outstanding. Yeah. You go, what we need to remember, though, is that he. he- didn't find his natural position of midfield until under maybe just the end of the Daila period. And then with Rogers, he was, uh, he was playing up front for Notts County. When he came back to us, he was kind of getting played just off uh off the front line. He was still more like an inverted forward. Um, so I think it, it took him time to realise like maybe that's not going to be your position. Maybe we'll just, we've, we've tried this out. So as much as we're thanking Rogers for that, I'll always stick up for Ronnie here. Absolutely. I think Dyler made the call, no, do you know what? Let's let's give this a little go further back and see how you got on as well. Um Modern day makes Day.
0: <laughs> I've got visions of Callum McGregor and his early appearances coming in off the right wing at times, yeah. you know, and off the left hand side as well. I mean, effectively and listen, Brendan Rodgers played him at left back at Ibrooks <laughs> let us not forget that. He's effectively played everywhere apart from centre-half, right-back and goalie. And he's got five years to maybe tick those boxes as well. But (laughs) um, I read something just as Brendan Rodgers was confirmed uh, at Celtic um, from somebody saying that his appointment hadn't gone down well at all with some of the existing players in the building. That can only mean uh, guys like Callum McGregor, James Forrest, Mikey Johnson and potentially Anthony Ralston who were the only players now left from his time there. And I see it as troublemaking that I don't see any truth in that and that's just someone online who was maybe not happy at the Rodgers appointment and the decision here from Callum McGregor to extend his stay by five years just makes a complete mockery of any claims uh, you know of that nature. On signing the new deal today he said Brendan's a top manager and I had the pleasure of working with him before and seeing what he did with that group of players. His personality around the place gives the building another lift as well so the club's in a really strong place. I'm delighted that the manager's back. I'm delighted that I'm going to be here long term as well. So here's to many more successful years. James, how important is Callum McGregor to Brendan Rodgers and his plans for the club?
2: Well, think about it that way, how would Brendan Rodgers' plans be looking right now if Callum McGregor had gone with Jota to Saudi? They'd
0: be in disarray. Disarray is the word. Yeah. Um, he's just so pivotal to everything moving forward, isn't he? Yeah. You know, it's... it's And it's not just his, his talent, it's the way he drives the team.
2: You know, we saw it when he was out and, you know, absolute hats off to Matt O'Reilly for... Covering for him there last year But the season before With the broken jaw And all that kind of stuff When he was out It was It was really tough And then he came back For that 3-0 win Against Rangers at Parkhead And You know What a lift we got From just knowing He was in the in the first 11 That night So You see these things When he's out We were over in um, Leipzig And When he did that, did that challenge It was like That's a bad one And you knew It wasn't going to be You know A week or two So The, the way we felt
0: That impact Is because we knew What a you know, talisman has to that team and he showed how important his first game back so I think he ended up was it a hamstring or something he, he picked up that night at Leipzig he missed 10 games I think you know, mm. across winter time and then he came back to score the winner in the Able 1-0 team. win against Aberdeen yeah. yeah. and he doesn't score a lot of goals but when he does Paddy they
1: tend to be important ones they do they do I think and um, good finishes as well actually um, I think that's just been more down to the discipline of, of pulling back a little bit and just and pulling the strings of the team more than anything. Um I think uh what would be interesting to see is if Rogers thinks he's still got another year in the year in the tank to kind of go front, and be that upfront kind forward. of yeah. aye, that, aye, that forward thinking midfielder. Um me personally, I'd like to see it. I think he's uh his technique, um, and his it's just calmness in that area is is really, really sought after. I'll never forget the chance he had against uh Gladbach away. And I thought, this guy's never going to make it for us. Um, he put one, uh, an absolute screamer, a chance we could have taken the game, put it wide. Uh, the following season, just sheer discipline from him. The uh, following season, he sticks the same type of goal by um, Manuel Neuer. Um, was it Neuer? I can't remember if he actually played that game, but it was against Bayern Munich anyway. Massive opponents and it's it just, it's a testament to his, just, his determination. Um so I think he's he's pivotal in everything that we do, um and like you say, it would be disarray if he was to leave, and it also shuts Ange even getting a sniff at him as well yeah. if he was to try and bring him down to Spurs because I think he could do a job down there. I think he could do a job at any team down in the Premier League, to be honest. I-,
2: I said before. If Ange doesn't sign Cal McGregor, he needs to sign a Cal McGregor.
0: Yeah, and I mean he's got bundles of money to do so. so <laughs> he probably will. um But whether it's Ange, Lenny, Ronnie, dylan and, and now Rogers once again. Every manager that's that's handled Callum McGregor has rated him so highly and spoken so highly of him. You know, they've always, he's been a focal point and that's, it's testament to Callum McGregor as well because yes, Celtic are you know, currently in a period of domestic domination and have been for some time but there's been some bumps in the road, there's been some ups and downs, there's, you know, managers have left. You know, Paddy, we were speaking off here earlier on. Callum McGregor uh, and Scott Brown, I suppose, are the guys that had to pick up a team when Rodgers left first time around. Left at short notice, left us with some big games coming up, I think Hearts a few days after Rodgers' first exit. And Callum McGregor was the guy, along with Bruno, that galvanised that dressing room. Likewise, he's the guy that Ange turned around to when he needed someone to help him get the players on side. Callum McGregor's been the man. And Brendan Rodgers has clearly put his trust in him once again. I think he took him for lunch out in that Mm. fancy pad of his out in (laughs) Mallorca. And and once again, he's relying on him. Um, There's a quote from uh, Brendan Rodgers today. He said, He's the heartbeat of this team, he's taken on the responsibility of being captain of a worldwide institution with great effect and will look to continue that development. At 30 years, years of age he's still got a lot that he can win and still lots of improvements to make and I know that he's hungry to do that. And what I love about that quote Paddy is that Roger still thinks at 30 that Callum McGregor can improve and it seems that like Callum McGregor is also bought into that. He's not saying I'm the finished article, I'm 30, I'm now winding down the clock, he's still hungry to become even better
1: we just have to look at Scott Brown for that. I think that um, there was a few murmurings under Dyler that Brown was done. Um, and when Rodgers came in, galvanised his career as well. We went on a, a successful journey under Rodgers, seven trophies out of seven with him, but nine out of nine coming into that season. And the massive player for me throughout all of that was Scott Brown and his determination to succeed. And he wasn't getting younger. He was in his 30s when he was doing it. And I think that that is what Rodgers will see in, in Callum McGregor. I think Callum McGregor might play even longer than what Scott Brown could do it at that higher level. Um, but it's just it, it, if if we keeps himself injury free, or as two seasons in a row we've lost him, albeit not niggling injuries or like recurring injuries. It's been f- freak moments, high impact, impact moments. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's massive for us. It's it's actually like. My biggest worry is is that I can't remember the last time the guy, albeit when he was injured, I can't remember he's when he's had a proper rest. Or a, during the summer, he's always doing it for Scotland. He's always doing it for Celtic.
2: He must, I think, not last season, season before, he was the most played footballer
0: in world football. Aye. Yeah, you know, it, it's somewhere between sixteen and seventy yeah. games for a particular season. But some guys like that. Some guys like to keep yeah. ticking along, and where you take him out, you know, the team for a few few games he maybe would lose his rhythm and, and wouldn't quite enjoy that um, you mentioned Bruni Interesting enough he's also got a new deal he signed a two year extension at Fleetwood there so new deals all around for Celtic uh, central midfielder types. <laughs> James just on those quotes from Rodgers you know the fact that he still thinks there's improvements you know to be made to Calum McGregor's game do you think he can go on to reach even higher levels than he's already reached? Absolutely I mean
2: Rodgers whole thing is you know you're currently here and I'll take you here you know he didn't, as Paddy's saying, with Scott Brown, he didn't say you're here and I want you to stay here and you know just you know galvanise the team. You know he, he drove him higher. Brown was doing his coaching badges when Rodgers came in, yeah. And he went, that's on the shelf. You've got far too much to offer. And you've got, you've got levels to reach yet. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know with that lack of distraction, he did he did reach them. So it's not just Cal McGregor. It's every single player in that team. If you're staying at Celtic this, this next season, you'll have a plan. You know, we, we, he actually did it, he spoke about it in the uh, press conference, he said every single player will have a plan, tell me what, you know, what's your ambition, where do you want to get to? Right, here's, here's, the, here's where we are, here's where we're going to get to and here's the steps in between. That goes to McGregor as much as anyone else.
0: I think that's one of the most exciting things about the Brendan Rodgers appointment because we know there's going to be new signings. Listen, not too much has landed so far. We've got the two new guys, Tillio and uh, Tiago Holm. They're they're confirmed. But there's going to be plenty of time for signings over the next few weeks. We spoke last week about how the fact that the window runs till 1st of September. So there's plenty of time for that. Yes, his fans would like to see new signings so- sooner rather than later, but that'll come. The other exciting bit, though, really is the fact that Brendan Rodgers is absolutely a coach who improves, guys, in its simplest form. We've already seen some brilliant stuff from the likes of Matt O'Reilly, Rio Hattie, Kyogo, you know, name any number of Angie's signings. And now you've got this coach who says, that's brilliant, that's really great. I've, I've watched what you've done for the next the last two years. Now let's see how we can take that on another level. And I think that's going to be a really exciting time for the fans. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned
2: one player in particular, Matt O'Reilly, who was you know, doing a bit of, kind of press stuff last week. And he was very warm on the the training techniques and stuff, and mm-hmm. people took it as a wee bit of style, and Angie's, Angie's style, you know, quite divorced from the, you know, once it's off the training pitch kind of thing. I think Rogers is, you know, his style's a lot more intimate. It's like, you know, there's a personal relationship there, and he uses that relationship to drive people on. And, it, it you know, it, it couldn't be more exciting, you know. There, there, there has to be, obviously, augmentations to the squad and guys, you know, who are not quite going to make it. But once we've got that full picture
1: in place, phew, I absolutely can't wait. I think yeah. Rogers is your kind of like uh, pyramid scheme salesman. <laughs> ego needs ego, you know, so he just like warms everyone up, makes it's everyone outrageous. feel. All right. S- aye, aye. S- snake oil salesman. Snake, is that what you call Snake them? oil aye. salesman. Aye. Whereas so it's, uh, it's
0: not a pyramid
2: scheme; it's a multi-level marketing. scheme. Aye. Aye. Whereas Posicoglu like, doesn't. I'll talk to
1: you later on, that's <laughs> No bother. If Posicoglu doesn't sell you to Hoover, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Go next door. That's it.
0: Paddy, I mentioned it briefly earlier, but I've I've got a theory. Um. Now, I think Callum McGregor might already have been one of, if not the top earner at the club, but the new deal ensures that he definitely will be, at least for now. And many have suggested, including yourself, James, that we might be about to break our transfer record this summer. And with that, you know, if we're going to spend 9 10 million plus, with that comes players on big wages. Do you think part of the move from Callum McGregor is just to make sure you're keeping your captain happy there? Because how does it look if you bring in, A, another new striker, and stick him on five, ten grand a week more than McGregor. It might just rock the boat. And I think, my theory is that Brendan Rodgers said, first and foremost, I want my captain happy. I want you... You you use the word reward, Paddy, and I think that's right. They could have given him a four-year deal or even a three. Mm -hmm. They've given him five, and I think potentially years four and five are maybe unnecessary, if that's the right way to put it. But they're saying, do you know what? You've been such a servant. You're such an important part of the plans moving forward. You're getting your five-year deal, and that should... Keep Callum McGregor very happy But do you think there's something in that James The fact that we might soon be seeing some guys on similarly big wages I think there's been a bit of rationalisation in the, the
2: financial department at Celtic To say, you know, we've we've ran a department in fear For 20 years since after Seville When we really had to you know, get our finances in order You know, we're just running at a loss Now we're absolutely not And they're saying, well, why are we banking money every mm. year And not advancing as far as we should in the competitions we want to advance in. So what if it wasn't a cap of, not a cap, but see say an average of, you know, your high-enders are in 25, 30, 35. What if that was 35, 40, 45? Does that attract a different calibre caliber of player? And if so, run that through and look at the P&L and say, we're still in profit. Yes, we are. So why are we not doing it? So in line with bringing in, you know, more expensive footballers, which we can afford, you have to pay their wages, which... I imagine we can afford because we turn a surplus every year Mm -hmm. and in line with that you go absolutely Rogers has said first things first I don't want his agent anywhere near me get him paid right get him signed up he wants to be here so you're pushing an open door as long as you get the contract right and I think
0: they've done it yeah, I think, you know, the fact that Rodgers is just a you know, few weeks in the door officially that we've got this piece of business done very early, it's a, it's a real statement of intent. Um, did the club not release a statement last week to the the stock exchange we basically saying, much money. we're loaded here and we don't know what to do we've just got far too, too much money going on. Despite guys on Twitter saying
2: uh, the, the total deal, £25 it includes Jota's wages, Aye. Uh, which are £10 million a year, so we owe <laughs> the, the, the five, 30
1: 30 million. 5 million Sounds um, like Maric Tillman's deal
0: <laughs> Aye. just, just as believable it. anyway Aye. But the, um, the statement was along the lines of We were going to be pulling far more, more money than we thought Due to player trading and different things It made me think of the, the scene in Narcos You lads love watching Narcos eh Aye. Where Escobar got to the stage where he was on the run um, and, and that in itself something But he had so much money He was burning bundles of money to, uh, to, to make fire uh-huh. And keep the uh-huh. really place I can just see that Happening at Celtic <laughs> parties now There's just Millions of pounds Swimming about
1: And people don't know What to do with it Lighting their cigars With it <laughs> <Yeah, all that. laughs> I've seen uh, a, uh, Tansy son Put up an absolute belter To In put A with a jot of video and he's doing the dumb and dumber thing. <laughs> and they wiping, their, <laughs> wiping their their tears away with the dollars. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Tam Sellic
0: and just lands lands a nail, doesn't he? Nice. Just spot on. Very good. Um, James, how important is Callum McGregor out right, with what he does uh in terms of his playing ability and his leadership skills on the park? How important is he to integrate new signings into the club? Uh, he's obviously a homegrown talent, he knows exactly what it's all about to be at a club like Celtic. And again, I think he's shown it, you know, over the last couple of years. Ange Postacoglu brought in so many different players from so many different cultures whether it's Japan, South Korea, Argentina you name it and I think Callum McGregor's the guy who's first guy to shake their hand when they come up to Lennox Town and, and make them feel welcome and make them feel part of the group I think it precedes that Joe Hart said the first phone call he got was from Callum McGregor
2: talking him through you know, where we were, where we were heading what it's like to, to play at Celtic and you know what the derbies are like and what Europe is like and the stadiums like all, all of these things so it's... It's essential, and he's, he's so much more than just a player and just a captain, he's an ambassador. All the players, when you see players talking about, you know, um, they do these Vvox Vox Pops and who, who's the best at this, who's the best at that, who do you think of a manager? Everyone says Cal McGregor. Who's the best trainer? Cal McGregor. Yeah. It's all of those things that just point to, you know, he sees it as more than just playing football. He, he, he thrives in the role of the, you know, and it surprised me actually of how strong a leader he is. You know, we're talking pre-Ange and it was like... I, I think the, the line I said was our captain isn't currently in the squad and <laughs> he absolutely was
0: Yeah, I, I was the same Yeah, I, th- I thought we had to buy a captain I thought that was going to be the move and, and fair play to Callum McGregor for You know, he, he, he's overcome various doubts you know, that have that been maybe one of the more recent ones as I said earlier on I doubted his ability generally speaking and, I, and I, as I say, I wasn't alone with that he's continued continued to answer the critics so Mm -hmm. it's massive news for the support it's a huge boost ahead of the new season and well done to Callum McGregor who thoroughly deserves the new deal James earlier last week the news broke that Kyogo and Maeda had also committed themselves to new four year deals so not quite as bold as McGregor who's gone for five years but it looks like those two lads have been around for six in a row sorry Paddy (laughs) Uh, were you pleased to see that news confirmed? (laughs) Yeah you know we've got
2: a Lot, a lot of good players in the squad, and you want to keep them all. I thought Dyson was an interesting one because we a wee, wee bit of does that really fit a Rogers style? Rogers obviously thinks it does. Um, you, you get so much from Dyson that you just won't from other players. And I mean, you get a more talented winger there, but the ball's coming back at you a lot more. It doesn't come back. At you. There was some graphic put out yesterday, and he is like, you know, top and to the right of the, the presses. Yeah, And, you know, ask James Tavernier to, uh, to if, he, if he likes the. It dies and signed a new yeah. deal. No, he does not. Because he, he just pins him in that corner and doesn't let him out. So that that's you know obviously great from a from a start. I think we still need to sign a striker, but I definitely wanted to keep Kyogo as well. You know, I think there's a you know, we we should be greedy on good players and new players coming to the to the team. But I mean Kyogo was a, a real statement of intent itself because there was a lot of noise about it and bang, done.
0: Yeah, and, and that leads me to my next question. Paddy, I was going to ask, do you see Kyogo as our undisputed main striker as we head into another Champions League campaign? or do we need
1: someone in to challenge him for that number nine slot? I I do see him as the number one striker. I do. um, I think that's the plan for the season. I still think that we'll sign someone that's going to come and challenge him though. I think that six, we forget that six months in between each year or like to the next transfer window is massive for Celtic. I think it, it really makes us think that if, we are going the way we are as a club. You look at the Uranovic deal, you look at Jota, there's there's no there's no attachment here and I think that this is how the team want, this, this club wants to operate at the moment. Um, they're rewarding someone like Colin McGregor, as we've said. I think the Kyogo deal gives us maximum value if a team does come knocking. Um, so it would be very clever for Celtic to make sure that they've got someone who's going to just walk into that role and I think that we will sign a player as equal, if not better.
0: Yeah, and James, as we know, Rogers like Ange before him, he does tend to go with one main striker, but is your gut feeling that we need maybe just a wee bit more quality for Champions League? It's harsh, um, because Kyogo's had another year of his own development,
2: but we know that he fluffed his lines in Europe last year. That's 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 a fact, we know that. And a peak moose in belly for, for example, would have tucked those uh, those chances away. Hold that
0: thought? You take the moose back? Not no, doubt.
2: I don't think he's fit enough. To no? Play. no, no, I
0: think he's got a medical issue. That's why he's not being picked up. Would you take a fitness of so them? This, this is Paris Absolutely. inside track. Yeah, uh, yeah. Love, love them. If him and Rogers could bury the hatchet on whatever their, their issue was before, yeah, I am, I love them. I thought yeah. he was a top, top striker. Twenty six. Is he? I think so. he's nah. gutted. He's not fulfilled nah, the potential, bloods. has he? Yeah. It's He uh,
1: uh, collapsed in training with Leon, like uh, Atlético. I it was Atlético, yep. sorry, and it's a, a, I suspect it in the heart. so all the big teams that were linked with him were like nope not touching that it's a shame for him first and foremost hope his recovery's
0: okay and he can get his career back on track but as a striker uh, he was a phenomenon and he'd be a great option Uh to have so there's my I suppose question back to you then if we could sign
2: today's Moussa Dembele from from back then and you put him in as your number one first choice striker
0: what happens to Hugo? James I don't answer questions I just ask them. (laughs) I know that (laughs) that's easy out it's a great (laughs) question uh Peak Dembele versus Peak Kyogo from what we've seen. I think Peak Dembele gets the nod for me.
2: Yeah. I think we you to sign a twenty one year old red hot prospect that you know doesn't start, you know, Kyogo starts but starts to challenge.
1: Is that not what I'm, it was? I'm gonna uh, well, i come I'll come to that you I'm gonna say something about Kyogo. I just I, I was very, very critical of him in the Champions League last year. I thought that, you know, I was kinda swithering on the why did is maybe not get the nod here or, or thinking about it that way but the attitude to turn it around for the, the remainder the, of this last, last attitude, season yeah. and go and propel us to win in the treble yeah. in my opinion and I always think about you know there's a little worry that he's 28 we signed Henrik Larson when he was 27 oh, you know and look look at that guy <laughs> <I remember laughs> look him. at that remember him I just think that um for the mental character to be able to turn in and say, Do you know what, I'm the best striker here. You're not getting my jersey. None of you are. I think he'll kick on this season. And a statement of intent from him to go and sign that deal. I think he's been promised your number one striker at this club. I think it will be huge for his next year.
0: I also think within the season past there, 34 goals speaks for itself, mm-hmm. of course. And he was the main man. He swept the boards with all the awards. It's also a season in which he he had to manage the very real disappointment of missing out on the world cup his country it's clearly a dream of any player but it must have been foremost in his thoughts and you'll have seen the footage the video where he actually receives the news and he was he was crestfallen Mm -hmm. and he clearly had put so much into that being a possibility it didn't happen for him he could have taken one of two approaches he could have you know felt sorry for himself and moped about and what he done is he picked himself up and just started banging in goals right, yeah. left and yeah. centre. And I think it says a lot about his his character and his attitude. And the fact that he signed a four year deal tells you he's very happy where he is. And I think you could see even more of him next season. It's a huge season ahead for him, isn't it? You know, he's he's got that security now, he's committed to spending the next few years in Glasgow, but he could also now really propel himself into a, a different status. You know, can you become a legend in two years? Maybe, maybe not. In three years you can, and particularly if you have a big Champions League campaign. So it's a huge season ahead for him, James. It is, and
2: that, that is Attitude's a big thing, you know, we spoke about Individually, Jack and Max's attitude wasn't right Because it was all about me Kyogo's attitude was As you said, I've had a real disappointment there And I'm going to deliver for this team And I'm going to you know, push this team to, to a treble yeah. And you can't have enough attitudes like that in your squad Um. But I do think we've would know, we that challenge And I think O is too raw And needs a lot of development And will get the development He's in the right place for it but if you had, if you went with just Kyogo and O And Kyogo got injured before They were playing Bayern Munich in Germany How would you feel?
0: Oh. i a wee bit concerned um, It's interesting though So you, you stated your concerns about O oh, last week I had to put out some fires for you on Twitter You're welcome Sorry. Right. I had to step in uh, Who's the idiot that doesn't think O is a good player? And what was the other point? There was something that Miff had Oh, that we should sign Duke from Aberdeen uh, It raised a couple of eyebrows Aye. But I don't Listen, like my own Callum McGregor statement of years gone by you're not alone in thinking he's oh, still got work to, to do. Where do you stand there's, on there's it? There's nothing wrong with that. I know, it's okay. I'm not there's criticising
1: you. There's nothing wrong with him having work to do. <laughs> it's, good. It's, good. it's good that he's got work to do. What do you think? Um, I still think he'll score 15 league goals this season, Marty.
0: 15?
1: <laughs> oh, you are <you're laughs> better, Marty. with Marty, haven't I you? I yeah, with Marty on that one. Um, I, th- I think he's, there's definitely something there to work with. I really do. Um, but I'm with, I'm with James. I still think we maybe need to just bolster in that department. I, I think an injury could be I wouldn't say catastrophic for us. I think we've still got enough about us. You could even see Maeda slotting into that role if if need be. Um, I just think someone just to shure us up a little bit. Um, But I don't think it's someone coming in to take Kyogo's place.
0: I would be surprised if a striker isn't on the list somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we'll find all this out in the next few weeks in terms of the moves we make in the the market. But I think a striker must be somewhere on the list. Would you take Vardy? No, nah, nah. Can't ram it.
1: good, good answer guys, correct
0: yeah. I'll we'll move Great. on quickly um, <laughs> <Did you? No. laughs> Paddy I wasn't 100% sure that Maeda was a, a Brendan Rodgers kind of player And he generally likes wingers who have got a bit of trickery A bit of something about them to maybe get by a man Rather than just the, the kind of bombing direct pace that, that Maeda has But do you think it's a sign of his intent to continue with the aggressive high press that Ange adopted?
1: I think Rodgers will be clever I also think he'll be very respectful not to disrupt the like rock the boat too much with this, uh, with this formation that we're playing and I think he'll work into that I really really do I still think we'll see inverted full backs next season as well um, I don't think he touches a thing No? No
0: I think he does touch a number of things <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honestly I, I, we'll see I think we'll see. Uh,
1: the, but um, he might he might give us sorry to interrupt he might yeah. give us a bit of variation in that sense he'll maybe know when to play it and when to kind of go like, I'm going to say <laughs> Rogers in, in, in Europe, but there's been some horrendous <laughs> results here, but some really, really good ones too.
0: Well, just on that, right, so you'll have heard me speaking last week about the Owen O'Connell interview, which mm-hmm. people can now listen to. So Owen O'Connell, young Irishman who made his way to Celtic as a young lad, played under Lennon, Dyla and Rogers. I was particularly keen to hear his thoughts on Brendan Rogers as a coach, and first and foremost, he's got him, if you're listening uh, and not watching, I can't help you here, but he's got him up here, Paddy. He's got him really high totally you know, in, terms of, in terms of heavy, totally how he rates him as a coach. And I asked him the question directly. So Celtic took a really heavy result in Barcelona, 7-0, terrible result. And a lot of people, myself included, come away from that thinking, why does Rodgers not adjust his system for Europe? Why does he not make any changes? And I asked Owen O'Connell, who played that night, came off the bench. I asked him directly, I says, is it just the same approach? Is it just, you know, one way and that, that's all? He says, you couldn't be further from the truth. He said, he's got there's different tweaks and different adjustments that, that regular fans just won't see and, and you know and, and that's right that should be the case that's kept within the dressing room Celtic had apparently at 1-0 down which could have made a difference on the night and that in itself is something and it's little wonder at times that a Barcelona with a front three of Messi Suarez and Neymar tear you apart if you kind of fluff your lines and if you go three or four down the heads can start to go but he says don't be fooled into thinking that he just plays one way and one way only he has his nuances and he has his you know Changes to the system that he makes when required and, and I thought that was encouraging to hear
1: We also took a 1-0 lead in Paris as well against PSG <laughs> If you remember that game as well, finished 7-1 I believe or five-one, uh, six, 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 uh, six or seven one of them, aye. One of them, six aye, of course, but what I also think Rodgers has got in his locker And it's not to say it's a bad thing, I think he plays his teams out there To be a bit of an eye-opener of what he needs
0: There can be a bit of that You know It's to show the board Listen this is how I want to play But I need better players to do So there's definitely that But I just think um, In terms of the changes He may make or not To Angie's system We know there is ego With Brendan Rodgers Sometimes it's positive ego Sometimes not so much But I think he wants to put His own stamp on this side And he doesn't want to be seen As the guy who's returning Just to be the caretaker For Angie's team And just put them back out In the same shape The same formation And say Just go and do what you've done The last couple of years He's He's a talented coach He's an intelligent coach and he'll have his differences. He'll have things he wants to do. The, the the most obvious one will be the inverted fullbacks. We'll see very early on in the process if he intends to follow that up. I'm not sure he will. He has done in the past. He he, he said he experimented with it at Liverpool mm-hmm. before he even got to Celtic, and I think he's done it on occasion at Leicester. I'm not sure. I think we might see a bit more of a return to traditional overlapping fullbacks, which separate conversation might open the door for somebody like Burnaby, but. It's going to be very telling. We've got a friendly coming up on Wednesday in Portugal. That'll yeah. be behind closed doors. But we we'll then get those games out in the Japan. I think on the nineteenth and twenty second of July, and people are paying a, a really close eye to see what he shapes up with.
1: Listen, I, I I get where you're coming from. I just think that if you're if you're Callum McGregor, for example, going into that meeting with Brendan Rodgers, I wouldn't be surprised if he's saying the guys are extremely comfortable with this formation because we we we, we can't forget how quickly they adapted to it. You know, mm-hmm. you're two months. You're 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 playing at such a high level, a high intensity, and and an incredible understanding. And understanding it brought someone like uh, Greg Taylor up to a great level and an understanding it brought Anthony Ralson in into the fold to be a squad player right back. I just think that what it really done was open a lot of doors and actually bamboozled a lot of the teams in the league and thinking well hang on a minute how are we combating this isn't just coming down the wings this is coming straight through us I think you take like listen he, he was very very good at the overlapping side of things I just I always think of Kieran Tierney getting down that left side under Rogers was brilliant brilliant times um, but you you mix it up if if you're Rogers, you don't let that go you, you know that that's worked and you know that it, a lot of teams in the league struggle to contain it you would be foolish to try and change all of that James, a wee bit of a danger if you
0: let the tail wag the dog and if you let the players dictate what formation you're going with.
1: The dog will be wagging the tail
2: for it I think. Yeah. Uh, modern um, day I, football, I, I guys, think, I think it's a bit different, <laughs> I do. I think there'll be, uh, not wild changes, but there'll be changes. You know, Rogers stated that he watched every single game last year, maybe the year before. He knows how he played. I know for a fact he'll have watched probably several times the games in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And he'll have been watching and going, if that was just a wee bit of that, we could have had an option here Or X, Y, Z He's a lot more pragmatic Than Poster Coglu You know This is Why I don't want to go back From the style of football We've had in la- under the last two years Because it's Even the dunes It's been the most exciting Most enjoyable football Because it's the way you play And it's the way we've, you know, we've always Say that we play And we do But Rodgers is only just pick that, up, pick that up off of Poster And take it to the next level He's not going to come in And obliterate it I think we will see A wee bit of inversion Maybe not to the same degree I think we'll see a bit more recycling the ball because he's, he's careful in possession but there'll be changes but it'll all be changes for the positive you know he's not going to take us back to a negative style of football it's, it's one of the reasons I'm not really up for a McTominay type signing because I think that is quite a you know retain possession spread the ball kind of thing we've got enough of that going on we need more you know, attacking if we were scoring more goals in Europe we're through in Europe
0: yeah, I think it's going to be fascinating to see what he eventually goes with. I think there's no doubt that he's also got a, a fire stick with the old IPTV because there's no way he can watch <laughs> every Celtic game. Yeah. So he's uh, he's a savvy man in many he's ways. No way to
1: Celtic TV login, <laughs> of course. He
0: um, but it's great to see key players just going back to key players like Kyogo and Daisen Maeda committing themselves uh, to the new regime ahead of the new season. Just a quick one for you: if you to pick two more players, just two more players to do the same, who would you like them to be amongst the current squad to sign on? Yep, to commit themselves to the the new deal. CCV for a start and
1: um, Hatati or Johnson Johnson Carter uh, Vickers or Hattie? Yeah, uh,
0: I've got some suggestions in front of me and it reads Hatati, Carter Vickers for my first two with Alistair, Alistair Johnson third and then there's guys like O'Reilly Abada and, and any other number of guys but CCV is so important this myth said for him a huge transfer window would be keeping Kyogo and keeping Carter Vickers and You've got to agree with that kind of sentiment, haven't you? I think we
1: will. I think we will. I think um, clubs will just be monitoring him and basically seeing how's he going to recover. That's the big worry for us at the moment. Um, I don't think it's huge um, in terms of our our season. I still think we'll get time if we realise it's not going to be the greatest of recoveries we can get someone in. Um, But I, I just don't think any teams are going to take a punt on him. I think January will be the time we need to watch CCV. Yeah. If, he, if he gets back to a good level of fitness
0: and then that would also depend on what if any level of Europe we find ourselves in after Christmas that could you know play a factor if we find yeah. ourselves Champions League or even moving into the Europa some guys might be tempting just to tempted to stay out so it'll be interesting to see uh, I mentioned my there and uh, apologies, for anyone who's tuned in to hear him he's obviously not here today he's currently sunning himself on a beach somewhere and according to the WhatsApp James he's having a, a smashing time I said the first history I went down at 11am this morning yeah I think so. he's been uh, topping up the tan and and getting squished so good luck to Miff and the family out there Paddy as you'll have heard from last week the mystery cell is no more at least for now and we're running with a new feature called Path to Paradise Uh, someone dug us up on that on Twitter because it sounds far too much like the pasty paradise ah. that we had during the Covid season Chilling. and it brought back some horrible <laughs> memories you know, so I, that's, I knew I knew the uh, phrase for something so the like, name is very much subject uh, to change if anyone's got any inspiration yeah. out there um, but put simply Paddy uh, the way it works I'll tell you the clubs that a player has played for before he moved to Celtic and I'll also name any teams that he then went to after he left and you just need to name the player in question are you ready for this week's teams? Go for it yeah Reading Leicester City Inverness, Cali, Aberdeen, Celtic, Aberdeen. I'll tell you what, before you give me any answers, have a wee think and I'll come back to you on it in just a moment. So while the lads are trying to work that one out, I want to let you know about Celtic 321, which is our new weekly e-newsletter that we send out completely free every Tuesday. Celtic 321 is a short form email that includes three articles worth reading, two videos worth watching and one quote worth thinking about from the week in Celtic. To sign up, visit our website where you'll see the sign-up option on the homepage or alternatively, just click the link that we've included in the show notes for this episode. You can explore Celtic three two one and all of our additional content right now at the com. What have you got, James? Johnny Hayes. Paddy, is he correct? I think so. He is spot on, so we'll get that <laughs> beeped out. But uh, yep, you've nailed it there, so well done. What do you think of the format, Paddy? Is it something you think you could see yourself doing well at?
1: I did not know he played... With Reading and Leicester. With Reading and Leicester. There you go. Wikipedia told me today. There you go.
0: There's also a bundle of loan clubs in there, uh, which I've not included. That might kind of muddy the waters for some, but it's an interesting format. It seems to have uh, got some good pick up online as well. So we'll crack on with that for the foreseeable future. As we covered in detail in last week's show, Jota has now made the move to Saudi Arabia for some crazy money And it's hard to blame him for doing so Some fans were annoyed that he hadn't posted any sort of farewell message on his Instagram But then, on Sunday night, Jota went a step further by posting the deepest farewell message you're ever going to see So let's hear a wee clip from that message now
1: People often ask me what's so special about Celtic And um, I feel like there's no straight answer, there's no fair answer for that Uh, The answer lies in such a deep feeling, a sense, an emotion.
0: There's this mystical fog flowing around Celtic Park that uh, induces you to this sense of football edge. This football
1: heritage gave us unforgettable moments and uh, you can't just explain it, you need to feel it.
0: Not sure what that music track is in the back. I think the shins M83
1: outro. Paddy oh, the DJ go. has spoken. <laughs> um, so,
0: James, we've said it in the past, but the guy's part philosopher, part footballer, but all superstar. Is maybe not for everyone. But what did you make of his parting message?
2: No, seen it. Why not? Uh, first and foremost, one hundred percent genuine. Right? How do you know if you've not seen it? Because <laughs> I heard that and I've seen clips of it, and also. Jota's time at Celtic was a genuine joy for him. You know that there's there's no denying that. You know he's a very authentic in that regard, and a big contract get put down. He has to take that right, so absolutely fine. In terms of why i have not watched it, it's not really for me that kind of stuff. In terms of I'm busy looking forward, and that that's like how I kind of approach these things. You know, there's a time and a place to you know be all weepy-eyed and romantic and stuff. When but, is that
0: time for you, James? Uh, I'll let you know when I get there. Yeah, yeah. he's a cold man, Paddy. Yes, he? <laughs> he oh. the, the robot. Um, Paddy, I think um, lots of fans were making that noise last week about, you know, where's his message and all that kind of stuff And he's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't So yeah, yeah, for anyone who's not watched it, it's well worth checking out And I think it is very sincere You know, it's it's quite, it's not something you'd expect of a a Scottish player or a UK based player But he's got that kind of Latin flair type thing going on And he's just guru, guru jota He's got got something about him, but you know, I think it's about two and a half minutes long but it's very sincere but he basically talks about this special time in his life and the fact that he He, he came to Glasgow a wee bit scared mm-hmm. about what was going on and he just got made to feel so welcome. He's improved as a player, improved as a person and he genuinely you know, wishes Celtic all the best and I just thought it was great to see.
1: I think we, we both worked out so, so well for each other. I think that him joining Celtic was such a risk for for, for him. It was massive getting a player from a Benfica's academy who was sought after. Benfica were actually saying, we'll see how he gets on this season and he might he might be knocking the door for the first team next year. I think a massive, massive signing for us um, and to construct a deal like that, um, which only works out on the, the 30% of the, of the profit. I think uh, I'm right. Yeah, no, no, sorry, 30% of the contract. contract total the, the deal. Con- yeah. No, not the signing fee Aye, the signing fee without any add-ons without anything like that is, is massive well done for Celtic yeah. um, all he had to do is show up and, and entertain and he did it he yeah. did it an incredible player for us um, um, now I, th- I think I agree with uh, you guys on here that I'm getting more hardened to these points where we're losing players it's happening with managers but we've been crying out for this as a football club for for years, this structure of getting the players in, selling them for a, a lot, reinvesting. I think that's what we had as a club now. Um, I'll miss him. A great entertainer, absolutely brilliant entertainer, um, but there will, be, there will be many more.
0: Yeah, that's the idea. Get the next Jota.
1: Aye.
0: Miff maintained that he'd become hardened as well when Ange moved on and now when Jota moved on. I sent him the Jota video <laughs> when it came out on Sunday night. Uh, if you don't mind beeping him out here, Dave, Miff replied back saying, I swore I was finished. Me man, they pull you back in. I love you, Jota. <laughs> that was his statement. You just get caught up in the emotion. Um someone also replied in the, the YouTube comments last week about, okay, jota has gone and, and we wish him all the best, but we need to now break break the bank and, and get a big name in to replace him. And somebody sensibly replied, Jota wasn't a big name. We'd never heard of Jota. You know, we got him from you know obscurity from Benfica Reserves and I think gone are the days of needing to sign a big name and actually Again, I said it to you tonight, Paddy, before we come on, I'd be more than happy for Celtic to continue signing guys we've never heard of so long as they go on to produce in the same way that the team of the last two years have done. We've been tracking uh, Telio for two years years or more, I think it was.
2: So (laughs) it might be you're getting your next jota for way, way less than that. There's going to be the development guys. I take the guys' point that to level up in Europe this year, we also need to... Know, level up on the calibre of experienced player yes. We have him blend that with your telio Who comes through and becomes you know, A £20 million, £30 million player And we, from what we've seen of him He's got huge potential And mm. he's a real kind of crowd pleaser So you, you've got to have both And by the end of the transfer window I think we will
0: I would just hate to think that Because Celtic are cash, cash rich At this moment in time I'd hate to think we just Start going back down to the English Premier League And the Championship And signing guys that that we know or that we see in Match of the Day because I think you just get healthier to a ransom. McTominay's part of that. Why
2: would you go and you know,
0: blaze 30 million, of your, whatever it is,
2: 20 million of your budget on a guy who's going to be 80 grand a week to pull you away from your football style to you know maybe upset other players and all these things? So right. I, I don't see that. I don't see us being doing much in the Championship or the Premiership. I'd right. I would, I would be disappointed if
1: we do. I, I'd hold my hands up if, if McTominay was to end up signing for us. But a big thing for me on that is that we've had a manager that's come in here and said guys you need to look further afield than what you're looking at yep. and I really really still think that we will do that um, I remember speaking I spoke to you about this actually before we come on here as well Dino, um the one player that really stood out for me against Celtic in the Champions League that kind of bossing midfielder was your man Schlager that played away Leipzig a player that caliber just with that little bit more experience played a few uh, seasons at a higher level than what we're at but maybe just finds himself that little turn turn back in and and, and put in the right direction they're very few and far between Mm. Uh, they really are I just think that the club will will have been looking though Um, we will always look for a name that no one knows of course we will because Mm. if we've got good scouting there then we we, we hope that we can take that risk and the success rate has been incredible lately but I just think to go to that next level someone that's played at that higher level we are going to need to dip into that market as well we might need to do so might
0: need to spend a bit more money but I think the key to the whole thing is and I think there's a bit of confidence right now in the scouting and recruitment team under Mark Lowell is that you need to find sorry Schlager did you see the guy Was called? Schlager aye. you need to get these guys before they get to Leipzig so when they're making their move from their you know wherever they're from in fact is he from Germany? He's from Austria There you go so but, before he leaves Austria that, that's got to be the key isn't it? Get them when they're 19, 20, when they've got 60-70 appearances under the belt, they've made some waves.
1: Can we get them before the big move? The big factor with that though is is that it then comes with the mentality of playing in a bigger league. Um so we, we always speak about this mentality of Celtic in Europe. You know, you worry about the away games you go into. You've always got this hope at home, but we worry about the away games going into what mistake is going to happen, are we going to lose this one? That is something that has just kind of been bred through the club for years. And I'm going dating back to the last time we won uh, in, a, in a knockout game. And it's something that really, really needs to get knocked out. So how do you do that? You go and buy a player that's done it. Mm. That's the big thing for me. It, you know, it's a simple explanation,
0: but it's spot on, isn't it? Uh, you just get guys that know how to do it and, yeah. and can perform on that big stage. Um, just to close out the, the Jota chat. Again, I got a wee bit annoyed last week with some comments from some folk online, you know, giving it the whole, "I shut the door on your other way out, you know, that's you done. And... Once a player leaves Celtic, he's dead to me and all that kind of thing. I just think that's really poor. And I mean, Paddy, can we not just appreciate a player for his efforts whilst at the club and, and wish him all the best?
1: Absolutely. I think it's the same happened with a manager. There was some mumblings about, you know, just the disappointment of the way he left. Some people brandishing him a rat and stuff like that. The position we're left in because of Ange Postecoglou and the position we're left in because of players like Jota is massive. We're in such a good position, but a brilliant position as a football club.
0: Yeah, just on Ange, as you mentioned I've not heard much by way of anything from him talking about Celtic There's a wee clip of him speaking at a presser today for Spurs Because <laughs> exactly. he's Spurs manager um, <laughs> And listen, he's never got to do the flowery Jota type video yeah. and, and I don't think Ange's on Instagram, James And I can't see him on he's TikTok or anything like that But no wee statement, no nothing Ange's just, he's done his job I'm like you, Pad. he's done a brilliant job He's left us in a brilliant position over the last couple of years And he just moves on I think Jota is a more emotional type Guy And it's maybe more a thing for a player to do than a manager um, But I think by and large we're all okay with that I mean it's it's time to move on yeah. um, But Joe, he leaves us as a winner of five trophies Including a treble He scored some big, big goals in his time against Rangers And in the Champions League And he gave his all for the club for two years And we wish him all the best um, Just a bit of other news as we start to head towards the, the final stage of the show So Celtic have pulled out of their trip to South Korea Where they were due to play Wolves on the 26th of July and this is due to inverted commas financial and logistical issues with the promoter. The games against Yokohama Marinos and Gamba Osaka on the 19th and 22nd of July, though, will still go ahead. Um, separate news: Connor Hazard, James, hero of the 2020 Scottish Cup final for Celtic, one on penalties v Hearts, is away to Plymouth Argyle for a fee of around about 150 grand. And finally, Celtic midfielder David Turnbull turns 24 today, 20, eh, 10th of July. So, a very happy birthday to him, James. Any comments on any of those items?
2: Uh, I think that good for Hazard to make a move. I thought, I thought he'd have gone for a bit more um, experienced guy. You know, he's he's played a bit international as well. He's obviously you know won a treble for Celtic and was pivotal in winning that treble. I don't think he's the level we need. He's, he's not the level we need. But I thought he'd have gone for a bit more. But I'm delighted for him. He's, he's getting a move. I think there's better clubs out there uh, for Conor Hazard than Plymouth Gale But uh, it's maybe too late for that. I would disagree. I'm surprised we got that for him.
0: <laughs> <I'm> really, <sorry. laughs>
1: my I, I, I thought as much as he he was pivotal and is getting that that victory, he also nearly cost us that victory as well. In the same that, game. In the he same had, game. <laughs> he
0: had a real up and down performance, yeah. didn't he? The, the, regardless of that though, um, from his point of view, he's cemented his place in Celtic history. Yeah. Nobody can take that away from him and, and good luck to him for that. But he found himself in um, fortunate circumstances that we had Barcast and was it Bain was the third goalie mm-hmm. that was fine for position and nobody could really nail it during that, that season that was, you know, the, the COVID Cup and all that stuff. So, Connor Hazard, good luck to him. Hope he goes on to, you know, build a good career down there. Um, but yeah, as James says, you know, not the right level of quality for uh, for Celtic and what we're looking to achieve. Uh, in terms of the, the tour of South Korea and Japan, so it's now just Japan. And uh, it's not ideal, is it? You know, it's kind of late in the day. You know, it was meant to be 26 of this month. So maybe, you know, two and a bit weeks away. And Celtic have had to pull out the game. There are rumours that we'll still play Spurs. But now at well, the Aviva in Dublin. So well close, like of course. No, I was right. Sorry, there's rumours that we are going to play Spurs at the Aviva. Really? Uh, I heard that the don't, 29th. Don't know how accurate that might be. That would be hell of an interesting, but too soon for the too soon the too raw. reunion, isn't Guess it? How they may. <laughs> Guess out of the
1: way. Guess out of the way. Yeah,
0: but it might just rock the boat a wee bit in terms of Roger's <laughs> plans. the The games that he'll play, the bounce games that he'll play this week in Portugal, they won't tell him a great deal. Um, we've seen it in, in previous seasons. It's shadow teams. It's you know kids teams for the most part, um, and you don't really learn too much about your players. But the bigger games, you know. Oklahoma is obviously Angie's old team out there Gambo Osaka I think that's I know I'm wrong Grandpa it was where Gary Lineker played wasn't it mm. I don't know my Japanese football well at all James it turns <laughs> out um, but they're two of the bigger names over there so they'll be better tests on the 19th and 22nd of July uh, we touch on them now and then but David Turnbull 24 today still a very young man Paddy mm-hmm. is is there a reprieve on the cards for him under Rodgers no ok
1: <laughs> just okay. kill that shot right there <laughs> nah no, I don't think so um, happy to be proved wrong but
0: I'm holding it a wee bit of hope for Dave Turnbull and a big bit of hope for Mikey J. I think,
2: I think you look at them both. Yeah, um, I think Turnbull's head is already a wee bit away. With his agent changed last year, and you know he's close to. I think it's Matt, uh, Murray, He's close to Ryan Christie. Moved to the same agent, and Christie's down there going, "I've got all this money. Wouldn't you like some of the money?" Mm-hmm. And you can go to a, a, a club like that. And Turnbull is an undoubted talent. I don't think he suits a really fast attacking football team I think he likes time on the ball he likes to you know, be considered in his, in, his, um, in his moves on the pitch and I think for that reason he'll move on but not
0: because he's a bad player I, I, And you've made that point a couple of times and I think it definitely applies in terms of Ange Ball to use the term I think it maybe suits my bit more Less in so. Brendan Ball if that's a thing Is that a thing Paddy? Yeah, time will tell yeah, I suppose it will. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's funny to think he's, I mean, 24 is still yeah, very, know. very young in terms of football. And he's, and he's fitted a lot into that short career. He said he's career threatening injury. He said he's moved that fell through to Celtic. He's got back on track. He was one of the, you know, I spoke about Hazard during the COVID season. Turnbull was one of the, the high points, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And, and saying that, so was he, Smell Sorrow. So, you know, <laughs> mm, it's, it was just a funny old season altogether. But I, I'm genuinely very hopeful of David Turnbull. And everyone knows how I feel about Mikey Johnson. And you're right, though, James. At the very least, Brendan Rodgers will clear the slate with him and say, you've got an opportunity here over the next three, four weeks to prove to me that you deserve to be part of this. And It's going to be really interesting I, to see how, it, how I, it goes. I
2: just don't know if he'll want it. I think if you think about his career-threatening injury you know, as well, he should go and make his move and make his door.
0: Maybe, but if he starts to find his way in the team and there's Champions League football for him and the exposure of that, you just never know. Football's funny because you know Tony yeah. Ralston was out the door a few years ago yeah. and then Ange comes in and out of nowhere... We've got a guy that you know fans could really get behind. That could happen for any one of a number of players in
1: this squad. Of course it does, but you need to want it as well. I think Rousing really seen that was last chance saloon and was told this is your last option, mm-hmm. basically at this level. I think, and he, he put everything into it. He bought into everything Ange was was teaching him and 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 really gave a great account of himself. I think, uh, is is probably the 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 highest level he could get under Ange. He, he, he reached that. Um, I don't think he's better than Johnston. I think I have to say that he was given Juranovic um, a run for his money because Juranovic's head was out the door. Whereas Johnston, I think, has still got levels to go go to. Um, he's, he's high up already. Yeah, but I, I take nothing away for Alisson and what he'd done. And, and he'll still be part of the squad next season. Um, and he'll be needed. Of course Absolutely. he'll be needed. It's a long year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas someone like David Tumble, I just... I've just not seen that confidence and that drive to really tell me that he wants to be here. Yeah,
2: uh, I, I think I think the drive is there. I think the confidence isn't. See if you watch his um, Motherwell Recovery video. Mm-hmm. It's an outstanding it's great. piece of video but
0: also really shows you what a driven young guy he is. So uh, I think he's got the drive I think he does like the confidence. Because he's he's quiet and he's mild-mannered by nature. You know, he's not a particularly vocal guy. The last thing you'd see from him is a Jota type video, for example. He's not that kind of guy. But James is right. I don't know if You've not seen that video or not, Paddy, but it's well worth checking out So it just shows the the quiet Car- the determination character. of the character. It's, yep. it's
1: really impressive, actually. You're wagging your pen at me as if it's going to change my mind.
0: <laughs> come on now. <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, listen, Paddy, a really busy episode to return to. What's your overall feelings just now ahead of the new season?
1: I just think optimistic, obviously. I think it's uh, very, very early days in our pre-season, very early days in our transfer business as well. I think Rodgers will just be getting a feel of who he's properly working with. I generally believe he's been told, "Do what you need to do to get a team that's gonna is going to put a, a bit of a statement down." This season might not be the year we go and make massive, uh, massive waves in Europe. I still think that that could come after a year of playing under him, and that could come next season. Um, but I don't think he won't give it a try. I yeah. think he'll really, really push for it this year.
0: I think it's a real driver for him. Aye. yeah. James, final word goes to you. Anything to add as we look to round off this week's show? But he's wrong. He said a lot of stuff tonight. We will make a lot of strides in Europe this year. That's what okay. he's here for. That's okay. what
2: he's here for. He's, you know, and obviously you can build into that next year, but you know, Rogers wants it
0: this year for sure. I, I,
1: yeah. I think he definitely wants it. I just think that as, as, I think we'll as, as, back him to get it. I, I hope so. It's a big ask getting the players to gel as quickly again, though.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think it has. you made that look easy, and it's not easy. And I think just from a fan's point of view, so long as we see progress in Europe, you know, we're, we're don't, don't he go and win the thing, Paddy? We can, we can win it a couple of we'll years win the down lot. the line. But as long as we see progress potentially getting out the groups or or getting a wee run in Europa, I think we'd all be happy with that.
2: One thing I I would say is a message to any Celtic fans there who are running about with their hair on fire because we haven't signed any (laughs) new players yet
0: calm
1: down. You you shaved yours (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) It's on fire.
0: (laughs) I think right though. I think the, the, the time for sign-ons will come but you know exciting statements been made in the last couple of weeks here between the Callum McGregor yeah. news Kyogo Dyes and whoever, whoever else Big
1: foundations Big foundations yeah, Massive
0: Lots to look forward to So that wraps things up on this latest episode of the Celtic Exchange Weekly Thanks to James and Paddy for joining me today and as always a thanks to you for tuning in Don't forget to visit our new website at thecelticexchange.com, where you can sign up for Celtic 321 and enjoy all of our additional content But in the meantime, thanks for listening and we'll see you again this time next week. Network.